found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Good afternoon. Welcome in once again. Jimmy B and TC on the air with you here on Game Week. It's a Tuesday as we get ready for college football across the state of Iowa and across all the land coming up this weekend. Glad to have you with us here for the next two hours on 1700. Kicking off the show coming up at about 420. Lots of Iowa State conversation. Alex Halstead will be joining us from CycloneAlert.com. Plenty to get into. Matt Campbell, the press conference has moved this year. Last season, Mondays, in fact, seasons before that, on Mondays. This year, on Tuesdays, and that is really going to pack things together for us here on Tuesdays throughout this football season. Plenty to get into with Alex Halstead here at 420. Then at 440, it will be time to talk with our man Seth Gruen. Lots to get into with Seth. Plenty of football talk with him. Major League Baseball conversation also coming up with Seth Gruen from Bleach Report. That'll come your way at about 4.40. 5 o'clock then, it is the debut for the 2018-19 year of the Hawkeye Huddle. Brett Ridge, Dave Creighton Jr. back for another season of Hawkeye Talk. And if you're new to the program, new to uh, 1700 or just new to the area, these guys do things just a little bit different than probably what you're used to now. I'm sure, as everybody knows, yes, I am a Hawkeye fan. I am not one of those people that tries to hide the fact that I have a rooting interest. I grew up in the state. I grew up a Hawkeye fan. I went to Iowa. I have all those things that are a part of making me a Hawkeye fan, though I can be hard on the team at times. These guys can do the same. They bring even more, though, of the fan perspective. I try to stay away. I try to take off the black and gold glasses. Are they tainted a little bit from time to time? Sure, I'm not going to lie to you. I know that can be the case, but for the most part, I try to bring not just a fan perspective, but a, a bigger perspective. Well, these guys are a lot of fun. They'll argue. They'll bicker. Kind of like an old married couple at times. It's a great program. It'll come your way each and every Tuesday here throughout the year on 1700 from 5 until 6 o'clock. Dave Creighton Jr., Brett Ridge with the Hawkeye Huddle. I'll sit in with the guys. I pipe in from time to time. Tell them to tone it down or maybe tone it up a little bit, depending on the way and the way things are going. Going to be a lot of fun with those guys coming in. That will be your 5 o'clock hour. And as always, they have Tom Caker that stops by with them. About 5.35 or so, it'll be Tom Caker dropping in from HawkeyeReport.com. And lots of news and notes to get into from the press conferences today, both the Big Ten and Big 12 teleconferences, and, of course, the individual press conferences for Kirk Ferentz at Iowa and Matt Campbell at Iowa State. Before we get into Iowa, just a couple of notes on Iowa State. We'll talk more in depth with the Cyclones. Before football, though, non-conference schedule has been released for Iowa State basketball. We talked about this, oh, what was it, a week, week and a half ago, I think it was, when Iowa released their non-conference schedule. Certainly a little more meat to this one for the Cyclones this year, and a big reason for that is what they have for their exempt tournament. They will be playing in the Maui Invitational, an absolutely stacked field. They open things up with Arizona. Now, is Arizona going to be the same team that they were a year ago? Not as much talent on the squad, but it's still Arizona in game number one. Then in game two, well, with the win, more than likely Gonzaga. If it's not the Zags, Illinois will be who they place, regardless win or loss against Arizona. Those are the other two teams on their side of the bracket. And then a third and final game out in Maui right before Thanksgiving. 
the 19th through the 21st. Last year, they opened up the season on the road at Missouri, lost that one this year in the return trip in the home-and-home. The Tigers will be making their way to Hilton. Game number two of the non-conference schedule. Some bye games in there, Alabama State, Texas Southern. Now, normally, I think everybody knows my thoughts on bye games in general. Be smart about it. And there are some duds in there. Alabama State, pretty much yearly, is awful in the swack. But I think some smart buy games in here also from Iowa State. And a team like Iowa State Hoops is this year. Certainly, I think the baseline of expectations are going to be be an NCAA tournament team. I believe they're much higher than that. I think this team has upside to be a top three or four team in the Big 12, be a Sweet 16 team. I think they're going to be that good. But with that baseline, you have to schedule smart. They did that, I believe. The bye games, Alabama State, all right, that's a dud. Eastern Illinois from the OVC, another dud in there. Southern, they're bad pretty much on a yearly basis. But three other bye games make a lot of sense. Texas Southern. Oh, Trent, that's another swag school. It is. But Mike Davis, though Mike Davis has now departed, has done a really good job. And Texas Southern travels the country, playing big opponents year after year. And then they turn out to be a very good team, and they made the NCAA tournament a number of times. Smart. A team that, is, that isn't going to kill your non-conference strength of schedule. Nebraska-Omaha, another one. Solid Summit League school. North Dakota State, solid Summit League school. Smart scheduling. I like what they've done with the non-conference, with what they have. SEC Big 12 Challenge game this year, again in January, unfortunately. Don't like the way that breaks up what we have during the conference season. Still, they go to Ole Miss this year. And uh, we will see on that one. Other games, Drake, that's the Big Four Classic, the final edition of the Big Four Classic coming up on December 15th. So there you go, Iowa State with their non-conference basketball schedule. That is out, and we'll dive a little bit deeper a little bit later on with Alex Halstead. What other football note before we bring Alex on? I want to get just a little bit of thought on it, and it's the emergence of Mike Rose at the middle linebacker spot. You know, it's funny, you go back to what we saw in spring football, and it was the emergence of Orion Vance, and the stories were written all over the place. The talk about this guy from Cedar Rapids coming over, rangy, athletic, can make plays. I remember seeing him at Cedar Rapids, Washington, always being very impressed by the way that he played. And it felt like a foregone conclusion that Orion Vance was going to be the starter. And then as August camp began, we started to hear a little bit more about Bobby McMillan. And, oh, also, this true freshman, Mike Rose. Now, you look at Mike Rose. This is not one of the top-level guys that they brought in as it pertains to the recruiting rankings. Now, this wasn't a guy that went out four or five stars behind his name. Mike Rose wasn't that guy. Under-recruited, not a whole lot said about him. To be honest, kind of a recruiting afterthought. But how many times have we seen stories like this? Guys that, for whatever reason, aren't highly regarded. They come in right away and are making a name. Now, this isn't Joseph Skates. This isn't a guy like that. This isn't a guy towards the top of the rankings. In fact, as I look through here, and I've taken a look back of when Mike Rose committed to Iowa State, it just... He was a guy, 6'4", 215, maybe a little light for the position. Look at his offer list. 
not overly impressive. Ball State, Air Force, Colgate. Donald Foyle's not walking through that door. Lafayette, the Leopards. That's that's his recruiting profile. And here's this guy right in the middle of the mix, and he very well might be taking that first snap defensively, a middle linebacker for the Clones in game number one. More of that coming up here in just a little bit with Alex Halstead. From the Cyclones over to the Hawkeyes a little bit and a ton of Hawkeye stuff going on. It uh, certainly was interesting from earlier today. And I got the audio for you. As we get ready for year number 20 of Kirk Ferentz at the University of Iowa, these press conferences many times can be bland, boring. You don't get a whole lot of information. But there's little nuances of Kirk that, that are pretty funny. I enjoyed this. Kirk Ferentz today. There was an error on the depth chart. That was released yesterday by Hawkeye Football. Here's what Kirk Ferentz had to say of it. Well, I got to check that depth chart. Is that what? <laughs> you got a copy of one of those? I don't know. Now, right now, Colton will be our starter. Uh, uh, yeah, that shows you how into depth charts I am. So, uh, um, anyway, but yeah, right now, Colton will be our starter. And, uh, but I see that thing being fairly even, also. And um, you know, I mean, it's as we get on the on with the season, we're gonna let guys compete. We're we're hardly. Uh, yeah, not much written in permanent ink right now. So that that's it's that way every year. You know, the good guys got to hold on to their jobs, and the other guys got to fight for them. And you know, hopefully, we'll that'll make us a better football team. In that regard, are there other? Apologize for those mistakes. Yeah. What else did I put on them? Hopefully, all those guys are on our roster that are on there. Oh, look at Kirk having a little bit of fun, making the guys laugh over in Iowa City today. Good work out of Kirk Ferentz and. and it goes to show you, you know, we talked about this yesterday, and did we overreact to the first depth chart of the football season? Of course we did, because that's what we do here. That's what we have to do. We give you content, we we tell you what we see, and we make reactions to it. But I did get a kick out of it. I mean, he's talking about, I don't even know if all the guys are on the roster. A little bit of fun today from Kirk Ferentz. That is a good thing. Now, into the nuts and bolts of what was said. Because this came... About as surprising as anything that I saw today. A year ago, we saw Colton Rastetter really struggle. The numbers were, frankly, awful. He really struggled a season ago as a punter, and they did different things with him. You saw him trying the rugby-style kick for a while. He went down that route. But a year ago, Rastetter, 55 punts, average 37.8 yards Per punt. Of those 55, just 10 of them fair catches. Now, reason for that is, of course, the rugby punt. Hitting the ground, well, you're not going to fair catch that as it's bounding towards you. A net of under 37. Those are bad numbers. And if you're a team like Iowa that plays the style that they do, field position game, running the football, defense, field position is uber important. And here is a guy that struggled. And on the other side, you had the freshman from a year ago and Ryan Grisande. Grisande last season also had his struggles. There were a couple of, of ugly ones that came off his left foot. But you took the highlight moment for him, the highlight game. He, he punted well against Northwestern. Now, I was awful in that game and lost in overtime and scored 10 points in doing it. But 
there's at least a bright spot. Then he had an injury, back injury. He was out the rest of the year, and that was that. To me, it seemed pretty cut and dry. If healthy, Ryan Gersande is your punter. That's not the case. Do we overreact to depth charts just a little bit? Yeah. Go a little overboard, sure. And Kirk Ferentz again, and I'm sure the coaches probably had a good chuckle about that. One today. Another swing and a miss out of us media types. With that, we'll get our first time out here of our number one. Still a lot more to come. We'll get back into the Big Ten football later with Seth Gruen and the Big Ten Unfiltered podcast. But up first, we're talking Cyclones. Alex Halstead, he's up next here as we get you through on your drive home until 6 o'clock and the debut edition for the new season of the Hawkeye Huddle. All to come on 1700. Now, listen to 1700 KBGG on Alexa. Say, Alexa, enable the 1700 KBGG skill. Then to play us, say, Alexa, play 1700 KBGG. Simple enough. Does overpaying for something make sense? We don't think it does at Charterhouse Real Estate. That is why we have completely changed the commission structure at our real estate firm from what you are used to hearing about. Gone are the days of 6 or 7% to sell your home. We charge $24.95 plus 3%. Don't worry if that sounds a bit odd. Just know that on average, our sellers save thousands in real estate commission when they sell their home with us. The best part is our sellers still get full service, including social media marketing, their home on the MLS, a dedicated agent, and much more. Head to charterhouseiowa.com and use our calculator there to see what your savings could be. We are Charterhouse Real Estate, and we are changing the way you think about selling your home. Looks like we have another contestant for Russian Roofer Roulette. Place your bet. Choose from unmet expectations, we overpromise and underdeliver, or we'll carelessly drag our ladder over your daffodils. Let's log on to Google and play. I'm Ryan Johnson, owner of Right Roofing. Before you play Russian Roofer Roulette, give us a call. Right Roofing is one of the only local roofers with a 50-year warranty on both the shingles and the labor. So you know that when we roof it, we'll roof it once and we'll roof it right. For a warranty on materials and labor that's five times longer than most companies, call Right Roofing at 515-729-0770, where we say you choose the color, we'll handle the rest. That's 729-0770, or find us online at rightroofing.com. That's rightroofing.com with an R. Roof it once, roof it right, right roofing. The Starlight Lounge presents An Evening with the Progressive Box. Oh, what a great audience. Let's dim the lights for this next one. Oh, too much. Ah, there it is. Gotta get things just right. Like Progressive's Name Your Price tool. Tell us what you want to pay and we help you find coverage options that fit your budget. And now, the mood is right. Wait, the lights are back on again. Trudy, can you? And now it's completely dark. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Walkers, families, friends, and supporters will gather at Principal Park on October 6th for the Des Moines Walk to Defeat ALS, where they will celebrate their support and help raise awareness of the disease. ALS is a progressive neurodegenerative disease that affects nerve cells in the brain and spinal cord. Eventually, people with ALS will lose the ability to initiate and control muscle movement, which often leads to total paralysis and death within two to five years of diagnosis. For reasons unknown, veterans are twice as likely to develop ALS. To join our fight of ending ALS, visit walktodefeatals.org. 
This year, it's our year. The year we win it all. This is the year the flag flies. For wins. For big games. For titles. This is the year you fly the colors of your favorite team. These colors? uh, These colors mean everything. And you'll find those colors at Heartland Flagpoles and Flags. The largest selection of team flags anywhere. Football, basketball, hockey, NASCAR, and more. Shop 3719 Southwest 9th Des Moines or heartlandflags.com. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we believe in honest work, a fair price, and work we stand behind, and our 10-year workmanship warranty proves it. We know roofing. With our one-to-get-it-done approach, we're known as a roofing machine. Call Wolf Construction for a free estimate at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. At Wolf Construction, we take your roof personally. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards for brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus, and online at TheRookieSportsCards.com. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Jimmy B and TC rolls on. Trent Connett running solo here this afternoon. We got the Hawkeye huddle coming your way. In the 5 o'clock hour. Right now, time to talk Iowa State Cyclones. We go up to Ames. That's where Alex Halstead is from 24-7 Sports, CycloneAlert.com, as he joins us on a Tuesday. Alex, we're back in the swing of things. Well, we talked a lot during the summertime, obviously, but back to uh, the grind of football season right into basketball after that. Got to be nice, kind of knowing what the schedule is going to look like. How are things for you today? Doing good, yeah. It's nice to be back and to actually game week you know we've heard so much talk from coaches and players you know recently about the battles and what they expect and all that sort of thing and now Saturday finally they're going to have to just kind of prove it on the field and you know we heard a little bit of of South Dakota State talk today which really was the first time so it's just kind of nice to like you said be back in the swing of things and the next 13 or so weeks this will kind of become the routine a little bit. Well let's get into uh, what you heard a little bit from uh, Matt Campbell today at the press conference and the question that we've been talking about for a while now. You know, Alex, I, I mentioned at the top of the show today, 
seemed very simple. Orion Vance going back to the spring, it felt like he had solidified himself, the redshirt freshman, as the middle linebacker. There were a ton of stories that were written about him, and here we are today. Bobby McMillan started to come on, and then Mike Rose, a name that we really first started talking about, what, two, three weeks ago, He's there at the top of the depth chart. There's or listed after each one, Rose, McMillan, and Vance. But I certainly am surprised by this one. What can you tell us about Mike Rose and what Matt Campbell had to say about him today? Yeah, like you said, you know, coming out of the spring, the clubhouse leader was Orion Vance, a redshirt freshman. But the one thing Matt Campbell said is that it's not necessarily that Vance has taken a step back as much as the other two guys have stepped in. Back in the spring, Bobby McMillan was hurt. hurt. He didn't go through spring ball. And Mike Rose was still in high school, so he wasn't wasn't going through spring ball either. So that's two guys that entered the race and now have made it competitive. So it's not necessarily Vance stepping back from the sounds of it as much as it, as it is. I think these other two making them think about, hey, what 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 should they do here? And Mike Rose is the surprise name, I think, to most fans because you're talking about a six three, two hundred twenty five pound linebacker that's been on campus for three months, and now all of a sudden he's you know in that linebacker race and could very well start on Saturday. So I think that's one thing is that situation there, you know, surprises people. But physically he looks the part and it sounds like he's picked things up really well so far. And um Matt Campbell said today, you know, just the combination of his physical ability as a true freshman, but also his ability to learn the system. He's a three point eight GPA student so far. You know, he that's that's kind of the two things that have to go together if a true freshman's gonna play. And so far he's he's done it and you know, the victory day, it's not the most telling thing, but Friday is that victory day. I understand it's what appeared to be a starting offensive and defense out there, and the guy in the middle linebacker was Rose. So we'll see if that happens on Saturday. Tell us a little bit, Mike Rose. You obviously do a lot of work on the recruiting side of things at CycleAndAlert.com. Alex, this was not a kid that had a bunch of offers. This was not a coveted Midwest recruit. Looking at his recruiting profile at 24-7 Sports, it was Ball State, Air Force, Colgate, and Lafayette. How did the staff find this guy out in Ohio? Yeah, so, you know, the first thing is he, he actually ended up having some pretty good ratings. You know, was a decently rated kid. You know, we had him as an 86 at 24-7 sports, and his composite was one of the better in the class. Um, so ratings-wise, he ended up pretty good because after people saw the senior film, he got some bumps. But the thing with him, this time last year, he was committed to Ball State. Yeah. And Iowa State went down for the Akron game in Ohio, and he's from the Cleveland area. And this is a kid that they wanted to see in person, and they wanted to see some senior film. And so when they went to the Akron game, which would have been the third or fourth week of September, so we're not even a year out from that point, Tyson White went, um, left Akron, went to watch him play, and they were really, really impressed. They offered him. He visited a few weeks later and flipped from Ball State to Iowa State. So this is this is the type of gem that we still have to try to get at Iowa State. can't rely just totally on gems, but this is the type of kid that they still try to unearth, so to speak, and, uh, Ohio and Wisconsin and, and some different states like that. And it's still too early to, to declare what he's going to be, but the fact that he's in the conversation to start him in a linebacker, I think, says that so far it looks like he'll be a recruiting hit, but there's still several years to go on that one. Well, more competition out there, not just at the middle linebacker spot, including the kicking game. Names that we know, Braden Narvison, the incoming freshman, highly regarded coming out of high school from Arizona. Francis was there a year ago kicking off and, and showing that big lame, uh, a leg. And then a new name, Cameron Asali. Uh, tell us a little bit about this, and is this really a three-guy race? Yeah, they're calling it a three-guy race, and I'm interested to see who they march out there. We know the kickoff battle is settled. That's going to be Chris Francis. Um, he'll for sure handle kickoffs. And then the, the battle of 
heavyweight battle that you just mentioned is for place kicking, so field goals and PATs. And, um, you know, Chris Francis trying to get both of those, but he's a guy that's always been kind of the kickoff specialist. And this is a, this is a staff that's like specialized. And even back to the leader, they've had a separate kicker and second kickoff guy. So they've, they've always kept those separate, not necessarily saying they won't ever have a guy that does both, but, you know, so far those have been separate. And Narvison, it sounds like, took a step back only in the sense that Matt Campbell said that when he went back home in May, he suffered some sort of injury, and so he wasn't fully healthy all summer. He said he's fully healthy now, but I wonder if that's kind of what's created this race. You know, obviously, eventually, the idea that Narvison will be their starting kicker for years to come, you know, the, the guy that's on scholarship, the guy that's incoming, you know, is going to be here for the next four years. Um, you would hope that he probably wins that battle, but it sounds like Connor Sally's really, really impressed him, and Matt Campbell the other day called him Steady Eddie, so... The big thing there is just consistency. You know, we we actually saw a lot of consistency from Cole Met in his last year in 2016, and then Garrett Owens was pretty efficient last year. And so, um, you know, Matt Campbell said maybe at times losing a little bit of sleep just because they've been so fortunate in the last two years with kickers. And it's not that they don't feel good about these three, but they just want one of them to still separate themselves. Talking right now with their man Alex Halstead from CycleAndAlert.com as we get ready for Game 1 against South Dakota State for the Clones coming up on Saturday night. Alex, with that, let's take a look at this South Dakota State team. It's not North Dakota State, but boy, is it close. A very talented team making their way in here. A lot of success at the Missouri Valley Football Conference level. And I know a lot of people talking about their quarterback, Taryn Christian. Yeah, that's the big story. You know, when you look at what they lose, um, you know, their tight end, they was a second-round pick in the NFL draft this last year. They lose their... Uh, arguably best receiver in program history. So they lose a lot of weapons. But Matt Campbell said that when you look at, at South Dakota State, they still have some pieces at, at the receiver position that it's really about a guy that getting getting them the football, and that's Christian, like you said. You know, they, they still think that this is going to be a high-powered offense, even if they do lose two of their better players or at least pass catchers from last season. Christian's a guy that uh, the last two years has thrown for 35-plus hundred yards in both years, 30-plus touchdowns in both years. And last year he ran for 500 yards. And so I asked Ray Lehm about that a little bit too, and he said that's kind of the big emphasis from the defense is still containing because, you know, you, if you don't contain, especially at the defensive end level, you know, he's a guy that can still run a little bit with his feet. So it's going to be interesting. I think the one thing, and also talking to another defender, DeAndre Payne at corner, he said they want to get a lot of one-on-one matchups. And in some senses that reminds Iowa State of Big 12 offenses. You know, they, they want to try to get into these one-on-one matchups with the corners to try to find those, and also a quarterback that's poised and mobile. So at the very least, you know, Payne thought it would get him prepared a little bit for the Big 12, and that's one thing is that stylistically it seems like it's more of a Big 12 team than it is like a North Dakota state that wants to kind of run on the ground and grind you out. So it, it does play into them a little bit what they're used to, but it's, you know, Matt Campbell, I think, joked in the Collins last night, not today, but they, they keep scheduling these tough FCS opponents. The yes. number three team this year, you, they played you and I in North Dakota State. It's like at some point they need to try to find one of these FCS opponents that's a little bit more of like a tune-up game. But uh, they, they keep getting challenged right off the bat. Uh, there's no doubt should be a good one and possibly quite a few points in that one uh, coming up on Saturday night. A couple other things want to run past you, Alex. Got some basketball uh, questions for you too as we uh, wrap up. But first... We talked about the wide receivers, Akeem Butler coming back. You got Matt Eaton out there, got those big guys. But uh, a little bit more on some names we haven't talked about a little bit. Tell us about Josh Johnson and Jalen Martin. 
You know, Josh Johnson's a name that appeared on the depth chart for the first time in his career um, yesterday, and he's the backup now to Hakeem Butler. Now, those are size differences there. You see Butler's like a 6'4", 6'5", type guy, and Josh Johnson's 5'11", but he's got a wingspan plus six feet, and so he's got long arms, and they think he can play inside or outside. And the guy we heard right away when he got here last year then kind of quieted, and now all of a sudden he's on that depth chart as the number two. And so he's emerged, Matt Campbell said that from spring to summer to now fall camp, he's probably made some of the most progress of the guys he hasn't talked about as much. And then James Martin, actually, the guy that got bumped off the depth chart because Josh Johnson moved to number two. But Matt Campbell said today that uh, he wasn't asked specifically about Martin, but when he was asked about Johnson, he brought up Martin as saying that he's made a lot of progress, too. So I think it could probably be an either-or between Martin and, and Johnson at that uh, ex-receiver position behind the key butler. They're two different guys. You know, Martin's six foot three, kind of a guy that you want to go over the top with, where Johnson's a little bit more speed and route running at 5'11". But both of those guys, you know, Matt Campbell said, could make impacts as well. You know, there, there are still targets to go around. Obviously, graduated 246 targets from last year. So some of that's going to be made up by you know, those names we talk about a lot. But some of these, these guys that maybe aren't as known as much could still work their way into getting some production. You know, Alex, it's funny. We were talking, oh, I don't remember when it was, one of our conversations, though, during the summertime about after David Montgomery, the, the number of guys back there, Crony, Lang, Nwangu, Warren, they're all listed on the depth chart with Oars behind them as the backup. And, and one of the interesting components, though, is the coaching staff has talked about putting those guys in the right situation, be it you know, what kind of calls that they make for them, what kind of you know, scheme they're doing for these different guys. And, and when you got four different weapons that all can do some different things out there, certainly makes you excited. David Montgomery is obviously going to see the bulk of the work, but plenty of names back behind that can do a lot of different things. Yeah, that's a big thing. Montgomery had 258 carries last year. The most Matt Campbell had ever given a running back was 259, and that was David Llewellyn back at Toledo. But other than that, you know, the most you look at for most running backs that he's had is about 200. So Montgomery was not overused necessarily last year, but he had a lot more carries than maybe he will say this year. I think with your running backs, you might split things up a little bit more and keep him fresh. You know, not, but, you know, Matt Campbell said today, Montgomery didn't necessarily break down, but he did have, have the injury against Baylor and then didn't play much against um, Kent State. So that 258 was really in 12 games, if you think about it that way. So between Crony and, and uh, Nwongu and Lang, I think especially those three, I think you're going to see them try to utilize the running back position in a few different ways and not necessarily take a load off it, but just try to create some different types of mismatches. And Matt Campbell in the past has always liked to use at least a couple running backs when you look back even to Toledo. So it's going to be interesting to see how they use them and see how they utilize them, even because, you know, you look at Johnny Lang out wide. We know Canadian Nwango can do different things, and then Crowley's the one that gets compared the most to Montgomery, just in terms of the type of runner and blocker he is. So I'm interested to see who comes out first. I think it's probably Crowley, but they've left that one pretty open-ended with either or since all the way back till July. All right, Alex, let's uh, jump over. In fact, before we get to the basketball, the press conference changed for you now on Tuesdays. Do you like it? Still wait and see? Where do you sit with the, with the change when you get to talk with Matt Campbell? Now, this is my sixth year covering Iowa State football, so I think, as of now, I say I don't like it just because I think when you're covered for five years, you get so used to the routine of a season. So the main thing is I just got to get used to the new routine, but um, but it is different. I guess we're still going to depth start Monday, get time to kind of settle into things, a little bit more time to look back at that previous week's game, and then from Tuesday on, it's all got to be the next week. So I'm still adjusting to it, but uh, I think I'll get used to it. 
You'll, you'll, you'll survive at the, at the very least. We know you'll survive. Good stuff there. Well, Alex, uh, let's jump into a little basketball before we run out of time. As the non-conference schedule now has been set, we knew a lot of these different games that were out there. Missouri, the back end of that home-and-home home that started a year ago. The Maui Invitational with Arizona in the opening round. And then either Gonzaga or Illinois in the, uh, in the second round of that one. The SEC Big 12 matchup against Ole Miss. Overall, your thoughts on the schedule that they put out? Well, it's not a great home schedule. I think that's probably even been a talk over on the other side of state with Iowa. These tournaments almost take away some of the good home games. You know, with, mm-hmm. I think Iowa's got you know the Syracuse and, and Oregon, whereas Iowa State's got Arizona, then either Gonzaga and Illinois, then a third game. But those games aren't at home. So I think that's one thing is the non-conference schedules for a lot of programs across the country at least at home, are kind of weakened a little bit because of these holiday tournaments, whereas where you're playing most of your high majors. But I think all in all, it's okay. You know, you got you get Missouri at home, you go to Iowa City, you go to Oxford to play Ole Miss, um, then you get three, you know, guaranteed good games in Maui. So there, there's going to be, they're going to be tested. You know, two of their four small games are against Missouri and Arizona, so they're going to be tested early. Um, and then you kind of got some of those games that teams just play, you know, whether it's, uh, Eastern Illinois or, or things like that. So, um, the National Weather Service in Des Moines has issued a severe thunderstorm warning for Central Marion County in South Central Iowa, Northwestern Mohaska County in South Central Iowa, until 5:15 p.m. At 4:34 p.m. A severe thunderstorm was located over Knoxville Raceway, or over Knoxville, moving east at 50 miles per hour. Expected hazards include 60 miles per hour wind gusts and penny-sized hail. This is a radar-indicated threat. The following impacts are expected, expect damage to roofs, siding, and trees. Locations impacted include, Oskaloosa, Pella, Knoxville, Pleasantville, Melcher, Dallas, Knoxville Raceway, Lake Red Rock, Harvey, Layton, Pella Municipal Airport, Knoxville Municipal Airport, and Elk Rock State Park. For your protection, move to an interior room on the lowest floor of a building. To report severe weather, contact your nearest law enforcement agency. They will send your report to the National Weather Service Office in Des Moines. Repeating, a severe thunderstorm warning has been issued until 5.15 p.m. for the following counties. In Iowa, Mahaska and Marion. Hopefully it's a lot drier on Saturday. Oh, we're getting the alerts uh, coming in right now to the radio as well. Uh, yes, weather in Iowa. Gotta love it. Thank you so much, Alex. Yeah, talk to you later, Trent. That's Alex Halstead joining us from 24-7 Sports. Go check him out at Cyclone Alert. Dot com. Quick timeout. We're coming back, going to the Big Ten and Major League Baseball next. Seth Gruden will join us as we take you up until 6 o'clock. The Hawkeye Huddle debuts for 2018-19 season. We'll tell you about that. And a way to win Iowa, Iowa State football tickets. That's right. Hawkeye, Cyclone, fan, it doesn't matter. You got a chance to win. We'll tell you how coming up next here on 1700. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. 
Stephanie Goodhue of Iowa Realty is a full-service residential realtor serving all of Central Iowa. She specializes in new construction, relocation, acreages, single-family, and condo townhouse sales. Stephanie Goodhue, a buyer's agent and a seller's agent, along with a member of the National Association of Realtors and the Des Moines Area Association of Realtors. Let Stephanie provide a free market analysis if you're considering selling your home. Stephanie Goodhue of Iowa Realty. She will lead you home. Showers and storms will continue through the rest of the evening. A few of those could become strong to severe. Then they will clear out after midnight as we get cooler, a low down to 58 degrees overnight. On Wednesday, full sunshine and comfortable weather with a high near 76. I'm Local 5 meteorologist Brandon Lawrence. Looks like we have another contestant for Russian Roofer Roulette. Place your bet. Choose from unmet expectations, we overpromise and underdeliver, or we'll carelessly drag our ladder over your daffodils. Let's log on to Google and play. I'm Ryan Johnson, owner of Right Roofing. Before you play Russian Roofer Roulette, give us a call. Right Roofing is one of the only local roofers with a 50-year warranty on both the shingles and the labor. So you know that when we roof it, we'll roof it once and we'll roof it right. For a warranty on materials and labor that's five times longer than most companies, call Right Roofing at 515-729-0770, where we say you choose the color, we'll handle the rest. That's 729-0770, or find us online at rightroofing.com. That's rightroofing.com with an R. Roof it once, roof it right, right roofing. It's Iowa Cubs game day. Catch the Iowa Cubs versus the Oklahoma City Dodgers tonight at 708. Visit iowacubs.com for news, promotions, tickets, and more. Iowa Cubs baseball. Come for the fun, stay for the game. iowacubs.com. An old favorite is back again with a new and updated menu, Bennigan's on Merle Hay Road. Stop by Bennigan's and check out the new signature steak and ale menu, made from scratch everyday recipes that have stood the test of time. Dinner with friends, a night out, or just stop by to watch the ball game. Make it Bennigan's, Merle Hay Road. You're with friends at Bennigan's on Merle Hay Road. The Arizona-Iowa Baseball Company has become a one-stop shop for all of your field product needs. Arizona-Iowa Mounds can provide you with anything to make your field look great and play great from portable pitching mounds to field products and equipment. With multiple items stocked for the season, Arizona-Iowa Mounds offer same-day delivery on stocked items and free field consultant to Iowa Little Leagues, high schools, and colleges. And individual lessons are available for baseball and softball players at their location. 3976 Northwest Urbandale Drive, the Arizona Iowa Baseball Company. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net. For Wolf Construction, A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, wolfconstruction.net. Hey guys, Trent Cotton back here once again. Want to tell you a little bit about New Leaf Wellness Center. New Leaf Wellness has helped me lose weight, gain endurance during workouts, and one of the biggest things, have energy all day long. No more lulls during the afternoon. Great program, great people at New Leaf Wellness Center. Check them out today at 3930 West Town Parkway in West Des Moines. And all summer long, give it away iCubs tickets. Find out how New Leaf Wellness can help you or give them a call at 515 515- 
650-1358. That's 650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness Centers. Let's feel better together and turn over a new leaf with New Leaf Wellness. Easter Seals Iowa provides support for children and adults with disabilities in our community. From the fun of Camp Sunnyside to employment and daily living skills, Easter Seals provides a wide range of support to promote independence. We have so much fun out in the sun here at Camp Sunnyside. Learn more at EasterSealsIA.org. Build your business. At Sinorama of Ribbondale, we offer customized solutions for signs, branding, marketing, and advertising. We have a full range of custom sign and graphic services to meet your needs, build your brand, and create your image. Look around and you'll see how Andy Woodley and his staff help businesses enhance visibility and get noticed. Let us work with you to understand your unique marketing goals and help you reach them. Sinorama of Ribbondale, the way to grow your business. 3368 100th Street in Urbandale and online at sinorama.com slash ia Talking sports with Jimmy B and TC. Call the show now. 264-1700. Big Sports on 1700 KBGG. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Check out it back with you as we take you up until 6 o'clock tonight. We got the Hawkeye Huddle come your way. At 5 o'clock, your chance to win tickets. Very simple for the Cyhawk game. Coming up a week from Saturday, Iowa, Iowa State from Kinnick Stadium. All you have to do, tweet at Hawkeye Swarm. That's at Hawkeye Swarm, your prediction. Total points in Iowa, Northern Illinois, and the tiebreaker is passing yards by Iowa as a whole. Not just Nate Stanley, everybody on the roster. Total points, total passing yards by the Hawkeyes. The winner, without going over, will be in Kinnick Stadium for Hawkeyes and Cyclones. Speaking of those Hawkeyes, we got a Big Ten guy coming in right now. He is Seth Gruen as he joins us here today. What's happening, Seth? Hey, Trev. What's going on, man? Uh, not a whole lot. You know, it's game week. We finally made it. It was a, well, a long summer to get through, but but here we are with football. Plenty to get into. We had the offseason from hell from the Big Ten, but but finally ready to put that in the rearview mirror and have actual football to talk about. What a novel com- concept, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's uh, an exciting time of year. With the college ball starting up, the NFL starting up, and then it's crazy because a couple weeks ago got a uh, release from the Big Ten or an announcement from the Big Ten about basketball media days. So um, this is certainly... Uh, college season and college owns this part of the calendar. So obviously I'm excited for it given what I cover. Uh, no doubt about it. Well, uh, Seth, before we get into a little baseball later on, let's stay on the football theme here. And in fact, I want to go to your alma mater, to Illinois, because I don't know what it is, but over the last couple of days, I've heard more and more conversation about the Illini and Lovey Smith. Now, this isn't to say even they're going to be a team that gets to bowl eligibility, but improvements they played a ton of young guys a year ago and a lot of buzz about their quarterback along with their offensive coordinator that comes in a former rich rod protege with was with him in arizona was back with him way back in the day at west virginia with pat white and company are you getting excited about the illini offense this year 
Well, I wouldn't say I'm super <laughs> excited about the Illini in any year, but certainly I think there are things that uh, give you pause to maybe think things are headed in the right direction for the program. Look, we know this. A ton of freshmen, as you alluded to, got playing time last year. I believe it was 19 true and redshirt freshmen played last year. And Illinois had the fewest scholarship seniors of any um, Power 5 conference team. So from that standpoint, the Lovey Smith recruits are getting playing time early. I think certainly he's adopting a style of offense and recruiting it to a style of offense that we know has won at the highest levels. We know it works, obviously, with Rich Rodriguez at West Virginia and Arizona. Um, and I think he has a quarterback coming in next year who's really right to run that system. But I think it pairs well with the kind of defense he wants to run. And, and for any Bears fan or anybody who's lived in the Midwest and gotten a chance to watch the Bears every Sunday, they know that Lovey Smith is you know, going to play uh, the kind of style of defense that creates turnovers, that bend but don't break style. And I think along with that, you want to control the ball, you want to move the chains, and obviously that style of offense does just that. But I think this team's going to be young again, Trent. Young players make mistakes. Can they get to bowl eligibility? I don't know. I'd love to see them win a pair of Big Ten games. I think that'd be a step forward, and I think they can do that for sure. Beat the Gophers, beat maybe Nebraska. I mean, who knows by the time we get to Nebraska what the Cornhuskers are going to be, and that leads to my next question. I don't think it came as a big surprise to anybody that Martinez was named the starter. It looked like it was heading that direction, but... Gebbia now is on his way somewhere, more than likely back to the left coast. One scholarship quarterback on your roster who happens to be a true freshman, happens to play in an offense that likes to run the quarterback quite a bit. This seems like uh, not the best setup for year one in Scott Frost. Yeah, look, certainly not, but I, I think you knew that this was sort of state accomplished when, when uh, Martinez came on campus. I mean, he, he is a back in that Scott Frost mode, even though he didn't play a senior year due to an injury. But, I mean, we know what kind of offense they're going to run for sure. He wants to bring back that true identity of, of the Nebraska teams that won under Tom Osborne, and that is option football. Um, so, certainly, uh, I mean, that, as, as I said, as you said, that, that was uh, something anybody could have predicted. But, yeah, it's, it's obviously not an ideal situation, but it's the best decision that they can make for the future of that program, and I don't think, as, as much as Nebraska fans would love to think that Scott Frost can wave his magic wand over the program and they can get back to Indianapolis and contend for a Big Ten championship this year, that's not going to happen. So the number of scholarship quarterbacks they have on the roster, does it matter? Yeah, sure, it's not a great situation to be in, but it's all about getting those young guys, getting those key guys um, some experience, and, and that's really going to be the focal point for the Huskers. Well, the favorite, as we're talking some Big Ten West here with Seth Gruen, is obviously Wisconsin. They come into the year with a loaded offensive line. They bring Jonathan Taylor back for his sophomore campaign. And love him or hate him, Alex Hornibrook will be back for his junior season. But the wide receiver group, there's already going to be a big question mark in the receiving core with the graduation of their fine tight end in Troy Fumagalli. Now, Quentin Cephas suspended. Davis is going to be suspended for a couple of days, does it? Does it maybe start to think a little bit deeper about how good this Badger team can be, or because of the running game, it really doesn't matter? 
Well, I don't think it really matters. They have four first-team All-Americans, both the guard positions, which is obviously really integral to the way they run the football. They've got a Heisman Trophy candidate, the leading Heisman, Heisman Trophy candidate, Jonathan Taylor. We know all about him. And then T.J. Edwards is kind of unsung on that football team. I think he's going to get a lot of ink this year, but an unheralded two-star recruit from Villa Park, Illinois. It really burns me to see a line I didn't offer him. <laughs> he was only offered by Western Michigan, but at that linebacker position, he's really going to anchor a defense that I expect to be as good as it's been over the past couple of years. So they're going to run the ball, they're going to play solid defense, and they're going to get back to Indianapolis. And Trent, I'd lay action on them to win the national championship. I really think they could get over that hump this year, and they're going to be a lot better than people think. And people already think they're going to be pretty good. But you could make a strong argument that this is the most talented team in the Big Ten, more talented than Ohio State. Oof, that's that's a big one there, Seth. And... If you would have said make a bet on them to make the college football playoff, I'm in. They're 7-2 to as I look at it right now. To win the whole thing, though, win the national championship, eh, you're getting 16-1. to That may be a small wager. Maybe you talk me into it. Maybe I'll fire at you with you. And, and the great thing is if that does happen and Wisconsin runs the table and gets to the Big Ten championship game, you're holding a 16-1 to ticket, and you're going right. to have three hedging opportunities to at least make a little money out of it. Right, you have options. You could sell the ticket at the window. So I think. The National Weather Service in Des Moines has issued a severe thunderstorm warning for Western Monroe County in South Central Iowa, Lucas County in South Central Iowa, Southern Marion County in South Central Iowa, Northwestern Wayne County in South Central Iowa, Southwestern Mohaska County in South Central Iowa. Southeastern Warren County in South Central Iowa until 5.30 p.m. At 4.50 p.m., a severe thunderstorm was located seven miles southwest of Sheridan, moving east at 45 miles per hour. Expected hazards include 60 miles per hour wind gusts and penny-sized hail. This is a radar-indicated threat. The following impacts are expected. Expect damage to roofs, siding, and trees. Locations impacted include Sheraton, Albia, Melcher, Dallas, Russell, Lovilla, Humiston, Bossy, Lacona, Lucas, Williamson, Hamilton, Derby, Melrose, Marysville, Red Hall Lake State Park, Albia Municipal Airport and Sheraton Municipal Airport. For your protection move to an interior room on the lowest floor of a building. To report severe weather, contact your nearest law enforcement agency. They will send a report to the National Weather Service office in Des Moines. Repeating, a severe thunderstorm warning has been issued until 5.30 p.m. for the following counties in Iowa, Lucas, Mahaska, Marion, Monroe, Warren, and Wayne. I know what they say about John Lester, but you brought John Lester here to be that top guy. He has all that experience, the winning pedigree. I know Hamels does, too. That was a nice addition, and I think Hendricks has come on. So, obviously, there are questions surrounding you, Darvish, and Jose Quintana has been inconsistent as well. But, yeah, I'd say that things are looking good for the Chicago Cubs. And you look at the way things sit right now, is there anybody that should concern Cubs fans that are in? The, if the Dodgers aren't in, who scares you in the National League playoffs? I would say that the Cubs are the team to beat, believe yeah. it or not. Yeah. Um, 
this has been probably Joe Madden's most trying year. Because his first year, nobody even expected them to go to the playoffs, and they went. They beat the Cardinals, obviously, uh, and made it to the NLDS. But this year, I think talent-wise, and on paper, Joe Madden had his best pitching staff ever. Uh, and it's underwhelmed quite a bit. But he's managed to right the ship, I think, What's gone largely overlooked is the fact that Jason Hayward had a bounce back year and hitting 270. He's an incredibly valuable player because, he, because of what he gives in the field. Obviously, Javi Baez is an MVP type candidate. And then you want to see what you have from Chris Bryant when he comes back. And I think David Bodie is a guy who's emerged. I don't know that he starts a playoff game, but mm-hmm. I, I certainly think he's played his way onto the playoff roster. So there are plenty of, off- plenty of weapons on the offensive side of the ball. And then, of course, I think the pitching is inching closer to what we thought it Seth, great stuff as always. Appreciate your time. We'll talk again soon. Enjoy your first week of football. Yeah, I will. You too, Trent. That's Seth Gruen. Find him on Twitter just like that, at Seth Gruen. A lot of great baseball and college football talk. Hour in the books. The Hawkeye Heddle is next on 1700. The Kansas City Chiefs play here. 1700 KBGG. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. This year, it's our year. No, no, no. This year, it's my team. Yeah, this is the year. This season, everyone is going to know where I'm tailgating. My team, my colors, my flag. Hello, it's why I fly the flag. This is the year you fly the colors of your favorite team. And you'll find those colors at Heartland Flagpoles and Flags. The largest selection of team flags anywhere. Every team, every sport, every flag. Almost. Buy online and get free shipping. Heartlandflags.com. What type of people will create a world without type 1 diabetes? We're the lift each other up type. The more determined than you think type. The type that will walk for life-changing research. And stop at nothing. Until type 1 becomes type none. Join a JDRF walk near you, so one day you could say, I helped turn type 1 into type none. Take the first step at walk.jdrf.org. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards for brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus. And online at TheRookieSportsCards.com. When your battery goes dead, everything can come to a stop. Don't take a chance on getting stranded. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and get your battery tested free of charge. If your battery does need to be replaced, O'Reilly Auto Parts can help you find the exact superstar battery that fits your car or truck at a guaranteed low price. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. 
Everyone is a champion in their own way, but aches and pains can make you want to give up on your training or workouts. Instead of relying on pain medication to power through, stay active with help from Champions Recovery Room and Physical Therapy. They give you a personal touch to work towards your own wellness goals. With athletic recovery programs to outpatient orthopedic therapy, Angela Spencer PT of Champions Recovery Room will get you feeling your best. Champions Recovery Room and Physical Therapy, 3030 100 Street in Urbandale and online at championsrecoveryroom.com. Don't waste away the last days of summer in a car you hate. Join my flip-flop revolution today. Hey, Joe Clemens here from Capital City Motor Company. I'm on a mission to help everyone kick back in a car they love. I'll help you flip out of your current car and flop into a nicer, newer one by paying up to $4,679 more than appraised value for your trade. Relax in a ride you'll love. My one and only for the people credit approval process is easy breezy. My team is the best there is, and we know how to get you approved, even if you've been turned down before. Don't waste away the last days of summer. Be part of my flip flop revolution i'll pay up to four thousand six hundred seventy nine dollars more for your trade and you can flip out of your old car and flop into a nicer newer car today but hurry the revolution ends august 31st or after we've flip-flopped 82 cars i'm joe clemens and i'm a dealer for the people come see us at capital city motor company in des moines on east university one block off i-235 on the state fair side call 265-1467 or online at approved by joe.com approved by joe.com www.approved by joe.com price effects trade allowance negative equity may be refinanced Looks like we have another contestant for Russian Roofer Roulette. Place your bet. Choose from unmet expectations, we overpromise and underdeliver, or we'll carelessly drag our ladder over your daffodils. Let's log on to Google and play. I'm Ryan Johnson, owner of Right Roofing. Before you play Russian Roofer Roulette, give us a call. Right Roofing is one of the only local roofers with a 50-year warranty on both the shingles and the labor. So you know that when we roof it, we'll roof it once and we'll roof it right. For a warranty on materials and labor that's five times longer than most companies, call Right Roofing at 515-729-0770, where we say you choose the color, we'll handle the rest. That's 729-0770, or find us online 